Here we go. <laughs> what an intro. You want to give it a shot? Uh, uh, I should just for tradition's sake. All right. What do I say? I say, uh, welcome. hello. I start with hello. Then I say, welcome back to another episode of Splitting Hairs with Max, Nikki, and Nikon. I'm, well, hmm. See, and then you say, I can't up. do this. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> it's kind of like um, it's kind of like that. Uh, you know how the Beastie Boys were hosting. Oh no! Sorry, it started with Elvis Costello, and uh, on Saturday Night Live, and he was start doing one song, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I can't do this." And so he does this other song, and then he was kicked off of SNL for doing that for a really long really? time. Damn. And then uh, the Beastie Boys were on in the early '90s. And, or I think, or something like no, that. No, it was Maybe the late the 90s. Late, late 80s or something like that. The no, late 90s. Late 90s? Was that long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, they start doing a song, and then they stopped, and I think they said, sorry, we can't do this, and they brought Elvis Costello on to perform. Uh, wow. And uh, That's awesome. it was a big thing. It was a big deal. And then Elvis Costello, I think, had that had been taken. You know, his privileges had been returned to being on the show. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of anyway. What a weird reason to get kicked off. I mean, w- w- uh, did he like do some kind of vulgar? Or did he pull a Nirvana and uh, play "Rape Me" or something? Like, what was, <laughs> no, I wasn't like a. I don't think the song. I don't remember was, actually. I think it was just it was like an Ed Sullivan type of thing. You know, um, Buddy Holly and the Crickets were kicked off of Ed Sullivan because they wanted to do Peggy Sue, and Ed Sullivan wanted them to do something that was, I don't know, a little bit slower and not as rocking i guess and they decided to do that and so they cut uh buddy holly's amp his guitar amp so you see him like really really hitting hard on his guitar during his solo and you can kind of actually hear it actually which is kind of funny um and because of that and he's they never were allowed to return damn funny Wow. Anyway, welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max, Nikki, and Nikon. As usual, I'm Max. I'm Nikki. And I'm Nikon. And together, and together we're we are Max, Max Nikki, and Nikon. <laughs> How many times did you guys rehearse it before you got it down for the stage? Like, oh. Well, for the stage, uh, I was born ready. For all uh, the uh, non-Max and Nikki fans, which I is inconceivable, but uh, uh, if you don't know, for their for their live act, uh, that's their intro. You want to do the intro really quick that you do? <laughs> we basically just did it, but it well, minus it's like, thank you very well, much. Minus, well, I ruined it, so you know, right. do it without me. It's basically thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. As usual, I'm Max and I'm Nikki. And together we're Max, Max and Nikki. And we have just, got a great show instruction, but first, Max, I really got to go. Right, pee. that does get a laugh okay. just because. It's again. Yeah, it's like it's funny. It's, it's kind it's, of like a yeah. Well, actually, that that comes from like an old, I think, kind of like old stand-up style or or even vaudevillian type of thing. I think people a lot of times used to they had a duo act. They used to if they were called like uh, or maybe Martin Lewis or something like that. Let's just use them. They probably didn't do it like that at all. But let's just use that as the as the names. But they would say. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. As usual, I'm Martin and I'm Lewis. Together, we're Martin and Lewis. But I don't think both of them would say well, Martin Lewis at the same time. But that would be a thing that they. What, Nikki? Go, you're gonna say? Well, I was yeah. gonna say, um, there's actually we did a show recently that had another duo on it, mm-hmm. and uh, they also do that same kind of intro. They do, and, and so they, huh. but because we went first, they went. <laughs> I'm. Alex and I'm something, and together we're Max and Nikki. They said oh, Max and Nikki because they were like, because afterwards they told us we do the same thing, but we thought it'd be funny to say Max and Nikki. Because right, but I don't think. Yeah, that's good. I like it. I think, I don't think anyone else, I hope not, says Max and Nikki, like they say their names together at the same time. Right? right? I don't know. I think maybe they do. Anyway, hopefully. I don't know. I don't anyway, like to think is- that our laugh, our laugh. <laughs> Was is deserved somehow. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's funny is funny. If you're the yeah. only people who do it, if you're the thousand, right? There's also only only so many duo acts anyway. So yeah. Um. 
Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Splitting Hairs. Sorry for the very long intro we just had, but I hope you I'm were not under- sorry about I that. I hope you were entertained by it anyway. I hope you were laughing. Um, and isn't that uh, what it's all about? On this edition, we are going to be talking about age and getting older. Why are we doing that? Well, because... I mean, this podcast episode will be released afterwards, but within the span of five days, it has been Nikon's birthday and our birthday. Our birthday will be tomorrow. Nikon's was a few days ago. And age is on the mind, at least for Nikki and me, uh, which is why Nikon will be the the mediator in this episode, because uh, I guess his opinions on it aren't as strong as ours. Is that right? Uh, Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's uh, sort of um, it. I, uh, What's the word? Um, in uh, uh, immortal. In, in uh, well, <laughs> you know where, where you don't care either way. Uh, what's, what's indifferent. Uh, indi- not no, not indifferent, yeah, but yeah, the. Yeah. Uh, no, I think indifferent. Day. Oh, uh, um, no, no, no. You're. Uh, Ap- what's the word? Not uh, apathetic. Ap- apathetic. Sure. Uh, I, maybe that just has a that has a kind of like doesn't sit right. But what? Yeah, no, I get is, you. That I'm doesn't the, have a kind of. I get you. That's apathetic. That sounds like. It feels like um, I've given up. Almost. You've given up, yeah. yeah. Or, like, or, or in some ways, you I like have indifferent. Indifferent. <laughs> well, indifferent seems means that you you don't have an opinion one way or the other. Apathetic just sounds like you don't care about it. At all. Like there's a, <clears throat> mm, I don't know. There's a teenaged angst of teenaged apathy associated. Right. Like, with what's it the point? Yeah. What's hey, the let's, point? Let me ask you this: in caring does, about my age, does the word pathetic have something to do with apathy? Apathy. Well, pathos. You know, there's pathos. emotion. You know, emotion behind it, and or sympathy or whatever. Okay, and, but then right. pathetic. So they're related, so, of course. So apathetic is you don't carry you're an right. emotion one way or another. But so pathetic, pathetic is pathetic. kind of like you're you want people to feel sorry for you in a way, or what? Yeah, what does the th- the thetic do? What does the thet you know like? Well, uh, thetic means well apathy at ick. It just it's it's that tense. But right. You know, it's but that, path- that okay, form so of, I, not I've, tense, but that form of. I'm following you with word. pathos. This is our this is our uh, grammar lesson of the week. I'm following <laughs> you on pathos, right? So path path. That's the root of pathetic. But what is the etic Athetic, yeah. do to pathos? Well, right. In, it's, in this instance. Well, it's just a like a form of verb. It's like separating it from. No, he's not asking. A word, I mean, I know the yeah. way it's constructed, or or the the um, intention of of the no, suffix. I, he's asking what the suffix means. The suffix means, and I'm asking that. No, too, he is saying like what prof, the, prophetic is uh, like a pro, pro, well, No, shit, I, I'm, he's I'm saying the, <laughs> the ick. He's saying that you're basically saying the ick part. Well, actually. I'm saying okay. We know no, what pathetic athlete. means. We know what or pathetic the tick, means. The tick part, right? At well. Etic, etic. etic. So we know oh, what I pathetic. see. So in other words, you're like saying like we know what pathos. We know like if you said biology, for instance. Uh, no, actually, no. I don't understand. I don't know what you mean. Okay, so pro- I, I understand. I get. I get. Thank you. you. Thank no, you. So let me, okay, let me look, get a sentence lo- out. Logi. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So so prophetic means of or relating to a prophecy, right? Okay. Yeah. But yes. pathetic. I guess does pathetic mean of or relating to emotions, and then we've like taken it to mean, mean something, else. something else? Could be right. Well, I guess when you end something like logi, so pathology, it sure. has its um, the study of study of is with ology, right? So yeah. pathology would be the study of um, right. Actually. The, isn't it the mind actually, or or it's the study of psychological things, right? Okay, guys, this is the exact definition of pathetic. Up. I don't think. Well, okay, listen. Um, Arousing guys, pity, especially through vulnerability or sadness. Right. So it's so maybe maybe in this case, path the path root means pity. I'm sorry, I was getting confused with pathology. I, for some reason, I was thinking of the mind right there, but I. Pathology can relate to any diagnostic information on right. patients. Right. Um, we're just trying to figure out what the etic oh, is doing. Oh, here's to the root. check it out. The archaic definition of pathetic. Oh, here we go. Is relating to the emotions. So we've oh, so taken it to mean something else. All right. Than, there we go. Than the initial so, definition of it. We figured it out. Wait, there you go. So etic does mean of or relating to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So and then again, it's kind of like or an tick, extrapolation right. to say like. Maybe it's uh, 
maybe it betrays a kind of Western bias against uh, showing any emotion at all. Anyway, <laughs> what's right. our topic again? Oh, I see. <laughs> wait, wait, that's an interesting side thing. You were talking about the difference between Eastern and Western societies with regards to showing emotion. Well, in this, or, or you know, just just since since I'm speaking from the Western, that's a great topic. It is a very good topic, actually. <laughs> let's let's write it down for an actually. Episode. That's a great topic. Although it would be hard for me because I don't know enough about the East to be like everyday. Well, I'm not even talking about East. East meets West. I'm talking about just just in um, general, just in general. Um, and also, not knowing enough has never stopped not. me or any of us really from pontificating. Come on, well, guys. we clearly have been doing that on pathos and pathology and pathetic. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, we still looked it up. We did. We you, did the, our due diligence and looked it up. You guys, that was our your grammar corner for this week. <laughs> um, and uh, so, before we get to the topic, any news? Any uh, big news? Um, because we have a, a, a an announcement to make. We do. We have a vintage basement show coming up on February second. Ah, oh. in this Brooklyn. should be coming out, right? Yeah. Yes, this will be coming out before that. That's in right. Brooklyn, uh, at the Brooklyn Comedy Collective, and we got a great lineup. So Williams We got we got Aparna Nancherla on there. We've Love got her. Mike Hanford. We've got Manolo Moreno, and we have Vanessa Jackson, including. Max and Nikki. Um, well, we'll be hosting we'll and be running hosting. the whole show and having a set to ourselves as well. Yeah. Music and comedy. Music and comedy. And so it'll be a lot of fun. Make sure to get your tickets now at uh, the Brooklyn Comedy Collective website. I think it's brooklyncc.com. But, um, and hopefully... Well, just type into Google uh, Brooklyn Comedy Collective. When Nikon starts... Yeah. Uh, and I think you are going to be starting to do stand-up again soon. Uh, we would love to have you on the show again. I would love to. Yes, I uh, I keep procrastinating coming up with a set, but I it's I'm doing it. I'm do, getting back. Do into the it. material you did at your sister's wedding. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, yeah, just like do an entire <laughs> wedding toast. That would be <laughs> funny. Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I mean, there's there's stuff there that I, that's definitely usable. That's a good point. I make the about. audience. Like your sister or something like well, that. Well, the one or something. <laughs> just be pick someone out in the crowd, yeah. The well, no, just make them, like, collectively, you're my sister right now. Oh, or okay, something. yeah. Or I don't know. There's something could be used there. The bit where you um, talk about how you and your sister, uh, you took uh, baths together to a yeah. certain age. That's a yeah. funny bit. I think you could use that. You know? I feel like, yeah, that's universally relatable. All right, you know what? That just saved me a lot of procrastination time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, great! So, so that's my announcement. Sometimes you just need to rap with other comedians to get ideas flowing. I feel that is. So true. I'm going to pause real quick, Max. Okay. I feel like you're being a little too loud. Is that me? Just me or not? I think it might just be. I think it's just yeah. you because I'm looking here. But I feel like you're kind of shouting because you have your headphones on. I, well, I no. you guys are sounding pretty balanced. I think to me. we're. This actually is pretty, staying in the podcast. By I think the way. I'm actually. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I think I'm a little. I think I'm a little bit louder than you, but the uh, tone with which you're speaking sounds like you're shouting. You're you you're a little. You're coming off a little too enthusiastic, Max. <laughs> I think it's good. Well, and uh, I was about to call you Anton, which is my sister's husband. Oh. Um, Nikon, <laughs> Tamberly, do I sound the same? Yeah. Do, yeah. I, sound, do I sound the same now? Yes. What about, I, am, about I am tone deaf. <laughs> and time in. We're um, keeping all of that. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll keep a little of it. Uh, um, anyway, so any other news before we move on to our, the main crux of the episode? Um, I don't know. I turned in this musical theater oh. uh, thing and I kind of finished revising basically all of my musical although now I gotta look at the arrangements a little bit on the, the songs but um, essentially well, I turned it in and so uh, that was a lot of work and uh, so I feel what did good you turn about in? it. What did you turn in? Like a bunch the of whole, tracks or? Tracks and the book. Wow. The whole musical. It's amazing. It's the whole musical wow. actually. Cool. Um, save for the orchestrations that the bit. What's um, the name of it? What's it about? Or do you know? Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you. We put it on in 2013. We put it on in 2013, yeah, in San Francisco, but have revised since. It's called A Match Made in Hell. And um, 
uh, we'll leave it at that for right now. Um, <laughs> okay, I like it. Uh, it's called The Match Made in Hell. It's a comedy uh, with a little bit of pathos in Aww. there. Um, and uh, a t- just a, a, a soupçon of pathos, you might say. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> getting that word from Frasier, for sure. That's, a, that's another Frasier drop. Yeah, I like it's it. A, it's a Frasier drop. I mean, I am, yeah. Although I did study Fran- French, France. I studied France. Mm-hmm. I studied France and, and French. Um, in fact, that's where we met Nikon's sister. Is, well, Nikki did meet her in, in France, actually. I actually met Nikon that's in France correct. as well. That's, that's right. True. That's true. That's right. It was a backyard party. I remember it well. And uh, um, Wait, which, no, I met you. Wasn't it? I, no, I Maybe met I you and your parents well. at the same time because you were visiting. Yeah, yeah. And um, at a backyard party, wasn't it? At at her at her place? No. No, I met you be, before. If there was a party, I met you before then, because I remember I just stopped by Cat's uh, uh, place real quick to drop something off. I was traveling, and as soon as I got off the airplane, I had to go to class, and so uh. I was like, "Oh, I'll drop off my luggage at." Cat and Molly's place because they live <laughs> on the way to the the campus, and so gotcha. I did that, and then I said hi to you guys real quick in beautiful Lyon. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been to Lyon, France, you should go. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, anyway, let's skip. Well, I just <laughs> want to finish what I was going to say about the musical. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm we we Nikki and I plan on producing that and putting that up hopefully sometime in the fall of 2023. Amazing, here, right here in New York City. Uh, but it's quite a, uh, yeah. So look out for that. Oh, I will. Yeah. And hopefully our audience will too. Sure. Nikon, any, so, uh, anything to add? Um, no, I'm excited for it. <laughs> no, but for myself, yeah, the, I think we're good. Uh, I'm, I'm working on a musical myself, but, um, it's, it's, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, so it's going to be years before it comes out. Are you uh, seriously working on a musical? Yeah. 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 I'm teaching oh, wow. myself how to, how to do it and it's all i'm doing it all the hard way but it's awesome okay yeah well that's great but you and your sister are working on a book right we are it's been a while since we've worked on it i don't want to give it away because okay then uh, i won't let's not speak of it i don't want the competition to come in but uh, we'll never speak of this again stuff is being worked on (laughs) okay there you go cool anyway let's get to it guys um let's aging so uh we've decided that nikon will be the moderator today because I'm the moderator. He is not apathetic, but maybe indifferent to growing older. I like indifferent. Um, I will take, if, that, if this is okay with you, Max, I'll take the position that at this point, it's maybe worse to get older. Um, and maybe you can take the position that it is better to go, grow older. And I, and I will add the caveat that maybe it depends on where you're at in your life Regardless so, of age. Well, okay, that's well, okay. Uh, so, now yeah, you're already changing your position a little well, bit. Well, yeah, I want to get a cl- I want to get some clarity here. So when you say it's worse, it's 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 worse to get old. We're, we're of course uh, taking for granted the fact that the alternative is death, right? Like nobody has a choice. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so is it is it? Um, so we'll maybe we should define our our age limits. Age actually. limits. Like, so at what point does it? Does it yeah, start right. As to you suck? as you get as you get a as you go from childhood, you're just you're always getting older, right? So at what point does it did it start getting worse to get older? Or maybe you've always thought it's always worse to get older. Well, okay, so I think maybe we should give the age at thirty. It's after you go get turn thirty, and I don't necessarily feel this way, but I'm well, going to take a position. I think we're being too specific here. I think one of you yeah. needs to take, it sucks to age, and the Always other needs to say, say it's awesome to age. It's awesome to age. And then we can dive into different things. Yeah, okay, I agree. Fine. I agree with this. I agree with this. Okay. I've Thank you. I know what I'll say. Thank you, moderator. That. Thank you, moderator. Yeah, yeah that's what i Okay, hey, that's what so I will take the position that it's worse to get older. Sure. And Max, that's Nikki, and Max will be taking the position that it is better always and forever to get older. And again, like, let's just get out of the way that the alternative to aging is death. So let's just... <laughs> or, or, not, or, or not being or, born or not at being all. Born at all. Or not being born at all, right. Because you have as, as long as you exist in this universe that we know, uh, everything gets older because that's the nature of death. Right. Well, it's, that's also an interesting part of the conversation is as you get older, the, I, the, the thoughts of getting older, what, 
what uh, society has deemed things that are appropriate or things that one should be doing as they get older, such as having a baby, actually. That's kind of an idea to throw in. So that's, that's an idea. That's something. Marriage, well, yeah, let's, marriage let's start and with kids. Opening, let's start yeah. with opening thoughts and see what, uh, see what we uh, land on, see what resonates. All right. So um, what I want to say is, maybe this will sound a little depressing to some people. Oh, <laughs> I feel it is like the eve, eve of your birthday, after all. You're allowed to... <laughs> I feel like my happiest years in my whole life were probably Oof. from ages zero to five. Wow, um, that is that is depressing. Well, because they're <laughs> Can I just, so unjaded well, um, by by uh, the outside world and um, thoughts of inadequacy, or um, you're you're unadulterated and you're completely innocent and naive, and so, so, so it's you hard define... to get sad at those ages so but define, over something more deep than say you hurt yourself right so you're, you're defining your happiness not by necessarily a richness of experience but by literally a lack of discomfort ignorance is bliss is what nikki's trying to say yeah huh. um, okay all right well this that's is not so to say i haven't right had there. happy times sure uh, of course since then but i think that Growing older, you are more susceptible to feeling the range of emotions and allowing um, different occurrences to cut deeper. You know. Have you read any of the Stoic philosophers, Nick? Nikki. Uh, like who? Stoicism. Uh, like I uh, know what you're talking about. Uh, who, name some of them off for me. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I. Uh, uh, Aurelius is uh, Montaigne one of them? Or no, no, that's that's not. He's right. We're talking about Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius. Uh, I'm cutting that out. Okay, Seneca. <laughs> Why? Why? No, what? the Montaigne. Uh -oh. <laughs> I don't want to seem stupid. <laughs> so, well, no, that's the funny thing. Is like I haven't read the Stoics myself, but I've heard other people talk about sure. the Stoics. Sure, I've I've read, read a Wikipedia article on on this. On I haven't read the. Then I haven't read the Stoic. Maybe I did when I took my philosophy class in college, but I can't remember it. So. I feel like but that's it, a, like a latter course. Anyway, my point. My point is though, it's mm -hmm. like it's interesting because like, and maybe this is um, maybe this is partially behind my. Uh, Indifference. Indifference, yes, that was the word. Uh, towards aging. Is that like, I? yes, I, I agree that there, you know, the, there was the, the more innocent time where I didn't have to have a job. I didn't have to, you know, I didn't even have to you like. You have to worry about anything. I like, you know, pooping in a diaper. What is more luxurious than not having to like <laughs> leave whatever you're doing to death? And somebody else can clean up yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else Jeez deals Louise. with it. What a, what a life of Riley here. So for sure, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's. It's freer of stress and responsibility and, uh, you know, how am I going to put food on the table, all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I, I feel like to define one's happiness from that, because think about all the like, think about, uh, you know, you, you weren't writing musicals when you were five years old. <laughs> you weren't. But you performing. didn't care to. You also didn't care to write. Sure. I feel like you're as the moderator, you're already taking a position here. But OK. <laughs> Well, I feel like, I mean, again, like Nikki, it was so like what you did, what you said was so sad to me that I feel like obligated to kind of be your therapist. <laughs> but, but, uh, no, I know, I know, I take your point. I know that you're not a depressed human being. Well, um, I mean, well, maybe I, I am, but that's, that's a whole maybe other. If you are, that's okay too. Yeah. All right. So anything else for your opening <laughs> statements before we go to Max or, um, I'm just making the argument that as you grow older, you you open yourself up to feeling the full range of emotions. Well, no, hold on. Let and me, and I, I, thus you are more likely to feel depressed at times and, and sad, and you're opening yourself up to maybe getting made fun of at certain points. Or um, Anyway, you just experience more. Therefore, you, you permit yourself to experience more sadness and... Yeah, God, it is depressing the way I'm. I mean, I'm, as I'm saying, it. <laughs> but, uh, but can I just? Yeah, well, so yeah, I just don't want to make just add a little thing to what Nikki's saying. You're you're more susceptible to the whole range of complex emotions. I think you want to mention as you get older, because when you're really young, you still can feel sad and you can yep. still feel happiness. You just have basic emotions. They're not. You're not tethered to your. 
you haven't tethered yourself to associations as much. You don't have as many associations. You know, maybe something. Well, also, you don't have shame. You haven't felt felt shame yet. I guess that's also another. Uh, I think there's shame. I don't know. There's shame. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think yeah, you know. I remember. Head, um, but I think I think children feel. Shame. I guess you're right. You do feel shame or for toddlers or whatever for pooing your pants. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I will say you don't feel shame. Actually, that's something that's imposed upon you by by sure, your adult your that, parents. Actually, I think that kind of stuff gets imposed upon you earlier than earlier. That's we true. Might imagine, I but I would know. say shame as. When I'm talking about shame is things that aren't inherently bad that you start to feel bad or start to feel self-conscious about the way, you know, the, the clothes you wear, mm, um, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. The way yeah. you might say something in class, even though that it, you said something that might have been funny and now you feel embarrassed about it or something. Right. Right. Here's an example of maybe what Max, you know, getting at is when we were five years old. I remember my mom coming home with a present for us, and Max and I were so excited. And she showed us the present, and it was these new shoes, and uh-huh. the brand was Voight, which was <laughs> which I've which never was heard of, like a Target brand. You shouldn't have heard okay. of it. It was a Target brand, <laughs> right. and these, these it was shoes a Target off brand. Yeah. It was Target off brand, and they were really cheap shoes. But Max and I didn't care. We just loved that we were getting this these new shoes. It was a nice prize, present, and. It was this sort of thought that we didn't care about the brand. We just were excited. We, uh, getting my mom new got us shoes. a present, and that yeah. was and fun we were for so us. happy and they were innocently happy about that. And just thinking, uh, just a couple years later, maybe even a year later, we would start asking for Nikes, and which would have been more expensive. Right. We and started we would caring not, about those we, kinds of brands. Uh, we would have been less happy about getting Voids. if we got Voids. You know. And um, so that's true. true. That sort of happiness, unadulterated happiness at just receiving a present, no matter what the brand, that's what it's all about. Well, it's kind yeah. of interesting. Nikki, uh, that point that Nikki just brought up is sometimes when Nikki and I, we get pretty enthusiastic about something sometimes, yeah. even today, that, um, and I recognize sometimes people think, oh, that's a little, maybe there's something about that that's, Unusual, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Weird is the word that will be thrown out. <laughs> um, well, give me an example. Okay, this happened in high school, I guess. But Max and I get really passionate about talking about the things we like. But well, no, that's well, not what I'm talking about. Well, let me. That's why let we're me, here. Know, um, no, that is what I'm talking about, <laughs> sort of to a degree. But um, in high school, in in AP Biology, okay, uh, I had to get into a group of, with people, and we had to come up with an idea for a certain project. And this one guy said, uh, okay, how about we do this idea? And I was like, that sounds like a great idea. I love that idea. That sounds really awesome. And I was really enthusiastic about it. And he's like, excuse my language, but he's like, shut up, you asshole. He called me an asshole. And I was like, what did I an do? Asshole. He thought I was being sarcastic. Uh- <laughs> and <laughs> who was that? Just some guy. You don't know who he is. And I was like, say his what? name. Let's Why? shame him on this podcast. I don't know. I no, really don't okay, know his yeah, name, yeah. but I was like, what did I do? I don't know what the problem is. And then my friend who was in the group was like, no, no, he's just like that. As if I was <laughs> the wrong person here for expressing <laughs> right. my enthusiasm. But it, it was this weird, as you get older, you put up walls to let yourself be genuine, I would say. I guess there's a certain. Max has well, hit it right on the nose well, there. Okay. Listen, I don't no, think you guys should do that, though. Should what? Should should put up walls. No, no, you I, shouldn't. I I, yeah, well, you okay. shouldn't. I'm, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Again, I is, feel like I'm being a therapist here. I'm not. I'm not saying Nikki and I don't put up therapists? walls. You guys have therapists. You guys should get therapists. <laughs> no, I, people. Other people do put up. I'm walls. saying other people put oh, up walls people. so that right, there was this right, right, assumption. Right, right, right. There was an assumption that I was being sarcastic because he thought that how could somebody possibly be genuinely enthusiastic sure. here? And I just thought, oh, that's a shame, actually. Right. And so. I guess what Nikki is saying is the more we get older, the more walls we put up to, to express and, and maybe perhaps allow ourselves Some to people. feel, to, not everybody, but yeah. to al- allow ourselves to feel and express our true genuine emotions, I guess. And so all my distractions earlier were 
because uh, my fiance just got home and she was oh. like saying hi to the puppies. She's like, oh my God, hi, hello. I'm like, can you keep it down? <laughs> so wow, fiance, we're going to keep this all in there. Well, yeah. that's a funny little thing that you just did. I'm just, we're keeping that in right there. <laughs> I mean, actually, that'd be pretty funny because I, you know, I kept recording. So like during the pause, I was like, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I was about to finish what I was going to say, which was that, not to say that Nikki and I are, are more genuine than any other people. I just, I, I guess we get. Sure. Um, because I think that is also part of, that is still being genuine to a degree is that you are, you putting up walls, that is a part of who you are actually. So there's a, well, that is. Well, that's one specific that's what makes, there's certain, archetypical personality, right? Like there's the type of person who puts up walls. There's the type of person who's an open book and all that kind of stuff, you know? So I like, will say, but even people that are more open book, as they say, sometimes people are, you know, are they're hiding open book about else. their lives. Yeah. Um, there's still something they're hiding. They'll do it in a more adult way, I suppose, as it were. All right. Um, well, well, you know, I always, uh, I always am hesitant when I hear generalizations and stuff like that, but I, I don't, get, I yeah, get I, I, don't, I think yeah. what, I think something true that we can say though, is that <clears throat> as you age, you are like, it's, it, it's, uh, you know, inevitable that you are exposing yourself to more opportunities to get scarred. Right. Exactly. Yes. That's yes. just that's true for everything and everybody. That's like part of how the un, the universe unfolds. You know, it's uh, probably I don't know something to do with the definition of entropy, but but <clears throat> I think I think got to look that up now. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's one's point of view on all of that. You know that inevitability that that makes the difference between whether you uh, dread aging or. Uh, accept it with open arms. Yes. Uh, have we even heard your opening? We haven't heard my opening statement. Although we have heard a lot from Max already, right? <laughs> well, sure. Uh, Let's hear your opening remarks. Um, well, or, I just, well, well, yeah. well, just because you just mentioned that, I do want to say, though, yes, you leave yourself to be, quote, unquote, more vulnerable and open to scarring, probably because of other people that start judging you. You start to judge more as you get older. That's another thing. People judge more. This is a turned into a group therapy session right um, let's get let's let's get back to uh I'll okay get, i'll get Max back to my, my opening argument yeah i'm yeah. pro-aging <laughs> pro-asia that sounds pro, like some man. sort of uh you know pill you can take or something like that um <laughs> or pro-asia the band <laughs> and asia or the album asia by steely dan i'm definitely pro-asia the, the albums by steely dan <laughs> anyway okay <that's, laughs> <laughs> enough of that. Let's get back to the introduction here, finally. Hey, uh, yeah. Excuse my language. Welcome Shut up, you asshole. Uh, oh, my God. Whoa, I'm just kidding. Nikki, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Happened? I said excuse my language because it, I'm calling back to the story you just All told. All right. I know. I'm just kidding. Okay. Because so, you're getting really excited about it. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Okay. We'll cut that out, I guess. Uh, no. Keep it we'll in. Leave keep it, it in. in. <laughs> All right. So I'm pro because, check it out, life, I think if you don't get older... And start to accept all these different things that are happening as you grow older. Life can get pretty monotonous, actually. So as you get older, I'm open to the idea of seeing how life unfolds. That's the beauty of life. It's ever-changing. Totally. And as you get older, you get wiser, for one. You, get, you learn more about life. And in fact, as you get past your 30s, I would say you start to learn to deal with the certain pressures and and things that maybe had in your teens and 20s better. And uh, you start to realize that certain things that once bothered you, you don't really care that much about it anymore because you're older, you're like, ah, that's, I, you have more I'm not as anxious about that anymore. You have yeah. a different perspective and you realize in the grander scheme of things, I sh that doesn't really matter to me. What really matters are these things. And so you can maybe enjoy your life even more and, uh, well, let's just leave it at that for right now. Yeah, I, I like forgot that. exactly what I was going to say. Well, because I like that because it kind of addresses a lot of what Nikki said. And, right. and it's like, yes, sure, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot more pain. And uh, you, you don't get to sit and watch cartoons all day while pooping your, your pants whenever you feel it like it. You. Having someone <laughs> else, someone else clean up. Um, Again, but, it says you. But your experience is much richer. 
Uh, yeah. And 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 some people say that the highs are higher because you have lows and you have the lows to compare the highs to, and so you know, sure, uh, it's it's. Uh, you, you got you got to have the valleys with the peaks in order for the peaks to to be as to, to pop. I guess I don't know. Yes. Oh, uh, Matt, can I get it? I think. Hmm. Well, yeah. So I Max had his hand up first. You just spoke. You just spoke man. Max oh, had his I hand have... up first, but Nikki hasn't talked in a while, so I'm sorry. <laughs> as the judge, I got to give it to Nikki. Thank but Max, you, hold you. that thought. Well, the reason I didn't put my hand up first <laughs> was I was waiting for Nikon to speak and finish before. You know, interrupting with a hand raise. Anyway, well, <laughs> I mean, um, primarily, I think people are listening audio-wise. But anyway, um, anyway, what I wanted to say is, and this is not to dispute my own argument, but to piggyback off of what you guys are saying is, when my sister got married, I just thought, that's it. She's getting older. She's it's not going to be fun anymore. You know, she's. She's going to be doing stuff with her husband and not going to be wanting to hang well, out. And her baby. Well, I'll get, oh, let me get oh, to sorry, that. Sorry, sorry. I'm like, <laughs> ah, she's not going to want to hang out anymore or yeah. you know, be on late night calls. And I was wrong about that. She was able to still have fun doing that and be very funny. And um, and then, but then when she had a baby, I just thought, okay, for sure, she's not going to be able to hang out late at night anymore and uh, be joking around you know, during the holidays at late at night. And I was wrong about that too. She was able to still handle being an adult and having a, a baby and a, and a husband, but also have fun with the siblings still like she did when we were younger, you know? Well, and, and also, can I piggyback off that? Well, well, hold on. Okay. And we were still able to laugh the same way we did. And, um, and the thought of growing older was was better because it was just adding more joy instead of taking away it was just adding to the joy with this new baby for example you know it's made brought yeah. other people together you know would you would you say your sister's become more herself over the years or am i just no no <laughs> she's really had a good idea about who she was yeah, yeah, for a long, long time, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay all right well well um yeah screw I, me then huh? uh well but, but i do but i do think i mean personally let's let's talk about our personal trajectory oh, you got you here. have a fiance i well, well i mean if you know uh that kind of stuff aside because <clears throat> i will admit you know a lot of my friends got married in our in our 20s and i was like oh god like what are you doing sure. and okay, and yeah. in hindsight i'm pretty sure that most of that was just my kind of fighting the idea of aging and maturing. And it's like, oh man, we were like, we were having so much fun and now you guys are just throwing it all away with responsibility and all That's that kind exactly of stuff. That's exactly the way I thought. Yeah. Um, so what I'm about to say, nope, lost it uh, <laughs> as it relates to, to aging. But I do, but I, for me personally, at least I do feel like I, it was somewhere around my early thirties that I, that I really started to click like who I am to myself. It's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I've, I have a better sense of who I am and what's what's good about me, what's useful about me. I'm and, econ. Uh, I'm me, and, I, and that's okay. And that's okay. I'm econ, and that's I'm good okay. enough. I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, <laughs> people, people like people me. People like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I don't even know. So yeah, yeah. So that's why I was uh, asking the leading question about your sister. Um, it's not true for everybody. Some people, yeah, know themselves when they're, when they're very young. And, uh, um, I, I think part of, I envy them. Well, I think that's also another thing that maybe I'm speaking on behalf of Nikki here as well, but, um, I feel like Nikki and I, yes, we learn things and we become slightly different as we get older. We have different experiences that change us for sure. But I feel like we've always had a fairly good sense of ourselves since maybe we were in high school, actually. Right, Nikki? Would you say that? I would, but now that I'm thinking about what you guys are saying, I will say in, 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 in support of my argument is the older you get, the more you are influenced by others and you might lose touch with who you really whoa. are. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Disagree. Hold on, hold on, disagree. Well, yeah. and, I'm the judge, and so, but I disagree. And <laughs> maybe, look... I've been very influenced by my older siblings throughout my life, especially my older brother, and in mostly positive ways. But there's some things that 
maybe I regret being too influenced by that maybe changed my outlook on certain uh, aspects of life and caused me to uh, direct my life in a certain way that maybe was going against my true gut of, of who I wanted to be. And so... Do you have any I've specific gotten, examples of this? Uh, maybe as it pertains to romance and my dating life, you know? Mm. And so uh, the older you get, the more, uh, or at least in my particular case, the older I got, the more I, I was being influenced by that. But I guess in support, even the older I got after that, the more I realized that and the more I'm trying to change okay. that. Exactly. Okay. There you go. Well, yeah, because it's like, okay, sure, influence is here, influence is there. I mean, for me, you know, my biggest influences in middle school, for example, were my friends, and they were a bunch of idiots. And, and, but, but it's, and, you know, I love them all, that kind of stuff, but they're idiots. And, um, <laughs> including, uh, what's his face at JCC Summer Camp? Uh, oh, Chaz. Sam Goldman? Yeah, no, well, Chaz, he's a, Chaz, Chaz, Chaz. Chaz, yeah. yeah with, uh, all you better be listening. Uh, Shout out, you better be listening. <laughs> you better be listening. Um, but over time, as you as you start to have more experiences and become more influenced by more people, you start to kind of s- get a sense for what's the useful influence and what's the stuff that you should let go of. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, all you're doing is solidifying your sense of right and wrong and like what sure. sh- you should and shouldn't be influenced by. Man, this is the moderator speaking, of course. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, uh, another thing, <laughs> completely, completely apathetic. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, I will say though, the, uh, but, okay. but the older you get, the more, at least from me, that, that means the more regrets you're going to have. <laughs> like, the, the more regrets, depressing thought. Uh, well, what Nikki's saying yeah. with regards to, cause as you said, there's certain things that he influenced him when he was a little bit younger that he wished he had changed earlier. So in other words, I think what he's saying is, if I hadn't, uh, if I hadn't chosen those things, I wouldn't have these regrets now that I'm older. Is what he's saying, I guess. Right. Exactly. But now that you're older, you you at least have the ability to change whatever those stupid behaviors were. It's too late. <laughs> it's never too late, Nikki. That's it's never really too late. Max, Max, tell your twin brother it's never too late. Nikki, it's never too late. You have a thought that you want to Another thing about getting older especially when you hit 30 i feel i feel like when you start being in your 30s you start to get more respect i feel um when you're in your 20s you're still kind of stupid actually to be honest oh, yeah. i mean like or people make, who are older i mean look, you to be honest way. you're still always gonna you're still always learning and you do stupid things no matter what age i would say um if you're living I, a good life yeah wait sure <laughs> okay i think the sign of a good life is did you do a lot of stupid things along the way? And, you know, again, with like, uh, without murdering people and all that, like, I don't know how we're, how we're defining stupid, <laughs> but I, I draw the I line at murder. Murdering <laughs> people, I don't even call that stupid. I would just call it insane or something. I don't well, know. Maybe not use the word stupid. As the sure, yeah. But, but Yeah, that uh, guy who murdered that guy the other day. What an idiot. He was stupid. <laughs> he was yeah, stupid. you're an idiot. <laughs> If I could use one word to describe, uh, I can't even think of someone. Jeffrey Dahmer. Anyway, okay. <laughs> what a stupid what guy a Jeffrey idiot. Dahmer was. What a dum-dum. What a dum-dum. Jeffrey Dahmer, man. Yeah, what, what a, a dum-dum. <laughs> stupid. Um, I cut you off, though, Max. What were you saying? Um, I just, yeah, I feel like you start to get a little more respect because you've had life experience being an adult. You, you've entered... The working, the workplace, you've uh, had these, you had to be on your own for a little bit, at least a decade now, you know. Sure. And yeah. uh, so when you get in your thirties, I feel like older people are people, impressed that you're that you've made it this far. Yeah. Not, maybe not impressed, but they're like, okay, well. Yes. Yeah. Well, let me pose the question: no. as oh, as okay, as people yet, in our thirties, <laughs> do you do you view people let the record um, show that in the twenties now as sort of not being do you, do you kind of look down on them to a certain degree? Uh, personally, personally, I don't. I don't have to look down on them to. Uh, you, it just comes up in conversation and interactions. Uh, the, the lack of perspective in certain scenarios, uh, like this. This guy still or this gal still has 
a few things to learn about how to deal with other people or, right. you know. Yeah. And so, so I don't come most of, you know, a, a lot of my friends are in their 20s uh, oh, really? and love them, have a great time with them. And then every once in a while they do or say something that's like, oh, yeah, okay, this person still has, has a bit of growing up to do. Sure. And that's okay. Uh, um, here's an example, a good example of getting maybe more respect or just seeming cooler, actually. Uh, Nikki and I did this birthright trip um, to Israel. Um, 2014. It was a free trip, and uh, Nikki and I were based in San Francisco at the time, and we weren't... It was it was our last year that we could possibly go. We were 26. It was our last mm -hmm. year of eligibility. And I know we hadn't even reached 30 yet, but uh, this kind of, kind of exemplifies what I'm talking about, is that... Um, they said, hey, we can't guarantee a San Francisco trip in your age group, but we can guarantee if you want to make sure you go to, on the trip, uh, you can go with these people from Las Vegas. No, Nevada. Nevada, who are 18 to 23. So and to 22. 18 to 22, even better. Um, and Nikki and I were like, <laughs> all right, well, we want to go, so let's just, you know, we'll take it. And... We, we thought it would suck thought, to be with well, a no, lot of younger people. Well, we just thought Nikki and I were going to, we'll just hang out with each other and we'll have a good time anyway. Yeah. And we didn't think we were going to hang out with those people. Turned out, man, what a blast we had with those 18 to 22 year olds. And you know what? Of course. Nikki and I, Nikki and I seemed like the really cool kids actually because we were older. We knew about stuff. We made them all laugh. We made them all laugh. We played guitar and piano and had everybody singing along to songs. Yeah. So it was And cool. it was, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, not to say that we aren't normally the cool kids, uh, but I feel like... Somebody who would say it like that, I know, proves that I am so cool. Clearly. Um, no, but I think in this particular case, it, it really seemed like uh, we kind of had an influence over the dynamic of that group. Sure. So you're saying the older you get, the more influence and positive influence you can have over younger people. Right. Of course. Or people right. in general. You, you're, yeah. you have that wisdom. Yeah, there you go. Right, you have a but, stronger okay. foundation. Respect. It's all about respect. The roots. The you know your roots. <laughs> if you think about your life as a, as being a tree, you know at this point in your in, in your mid thirties, you're or you guys are turning what again? Uh, thirty five. Uh, maybe 35, I'll pull yeah. a so, uh, solidly uh, mid thirties. Uh, Jack Benny and all. I'm perennially thirty years old. <laughs> anyway, Jack Benny. That's a you got well, a reference. I, I think we you can explain that reference. <laughs> Jack oh Benny my is God, a, man. So, Let's so, hear it. I think Max is not training I'm actually 75 years old. Yeah. 75 years old, actually. Um, I know. I don't know why I brought that up, but Jack Benny, he's he had a big influence on Johnny Carson, for instance. Actually, that's how old this reference is. He's a broadcaster on the radio before TV, even, and then in, in the TV era. He was kind of in the golden age of television, I guess. He was a big influence on a lot of people because he had been through the business for a while at that point, even. And uh, he had a variety show, I believe, at one point and, uh, on TV. And, and he, you know, he influenced a lot of people with that. And uh, I don't know, a lot of stars, even in the 60s, you well, know, well, like well, the Beach Boys well, were on. What does this have to do with him saying, I'm perennially 30 years old? That was a bit of his. Because he had been around the business for so long. Yeah. He would always say that I believe that he was thirty years old, even though he was clearly a lot older, and uh. so he would always say, "I think he would just never tell his age." That was his, his the thing. He would never say his age, and he would say that he was always thirty. Well, okay, so Max, this is a good point. Max is always sort of hesitant to reveal his true age, mm. um, okay. because he's afraid of how people will perceive that on him. Um, no, uh, 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 uh. and uh, and he does. He wants people to think he's, they don't. He's younger in a you way. Think that's a showbiz thing. It's a showbiz thing, but that's exclusively not, actually. I that's the only reason actually. But it has nothing to so do. So on a podcast, you can reveal how old you are, right? Why, why would you be? Afraid? Well, because see exactly that. Hopefully, that this podcast can lead to some opportunities. <laughs> that means perhaps, that means know, growing yeah. older. You're afraid of the age itself. I'm just going to well, say I, we are I, turning not, 35. Actually, no, I'm not afraid personally about the age. I'm afraid that other people are afraid of the age. But isn't that, that's all in your head, right? Because right. who doesn't love, because I, I think I think the narrative that you're uh, talking about is like, oh, well, if you haven't made it by 
28, then who are you? Then you're not special, right? But that so, that is some that's just a voice in your head saying that. Well, okay, so these... that's an interesting well, this point, is an interesting Nikon. point, and yes. that's that's that was kind of part of my next that's, section. Go ahead, Nikki. Because that's ahead, something Nikki. that I've dealt with. I, I've uh, had to. I, I've struggled with. And now this it's is like, something. This, that, this is something. This is this is the main reason why. Well, I'd like. I want to argue that it's worse to grow older. Sure, I, I understand. Nikki. I, I feel this too. You know, um, look, we're turning thirty-five tomorrow, and the older I get, the more uh, I see younger people than me get the amount of success that I wish I I have now, and it, it depresses me. And I'm I'm at this age right now, and I'm like. Man, I'm not making a comfortable living at the thing I want to do the most right. by this age. And the older I get, the more that is just you know this constant nagging uh, on me that, gosh, something's better happen soon, you know. And um, so it makes me more anxious the older I get, and makes me, yeah, I guess more depressed about it, you know. And um, sure, well, not so that, that's that's the thing I have to constantly deal with, especially. Because we're in show business, you know? The business of show, yes. Uh, okay, not to play therapist again, but uh, imagine imagine a friend of yours. Oh, this is, uh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Imagine a friend of yours who's had your exact career trajectory is your exact age. But he's a friend, or she, that you that you love dearly. And they're coming to you with this same, you know... Uh, expression of depression. What would Ooh, you say to them? Expression of depression. I'm trademarking that. Uh, what <laughs> would you say to that? <laughs> Can I do that? Uh, what would you say to that friend? Well, are they talented? Yes, they're they're just not, not to not to say that almost as we talented are. as you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That, that's what it I seemed just, like you were that saying. Was that. A, that was an <laughs> underhanded compliment brag. Actually, that was right. underhanded. I like it. That, I like it. That's I, the I didn't even mean to say to get, that. Actually. To, to get somewhere in this business. Uh, but what would so, you say yeah. to that friend? <sighs> That's interesting. I would say you got to keep going at it because something is going to happen soon. I just know it. I mean, it, it's interesting you say that because I, I have talented friends who well, have, the older they've gotten, they have given up on, on show business and they've, like I have a friend who got his MFA in acting from NYU and, um, and he's happy with his life now. He he moved to Alabama and he's married and has a kid, um, and he's our age. And but part of me is saddened by the thought that he gave up on the art of of acting. Sure. And so I would I would okay, happy, I would tell the but friend he's this. Happy. He is happy, but yeah. I would tell the friend this. I would say it would it would bum me out to see you give up on this because I think you have the talent to make it it might just take you a little bit longer than others. And so I think you should keep going. That's, you know, yeah, that, I think that's valid. I think that's just as valid as saying like, hey, you're Dave Chappelle at 16. You're, you know, born to be a star, but not, every, you know, every single person on the planet but Dave Chappelle is not Dave Chappelle, right? And right. But, you know, the older I get, though, I see... So I was saying I see these younger people getting success. And I see the world changing, too. And the my frames of reference are getting older, too. And maybe they're you mean outdated. Jack Benny? Jack Benny? <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, right, out, exactly. they're becoming outdated at this <laughs> Wait, point. Wait, Jack Benny is suddenly becoming outdated? I don't believe you. <laughs> no, well, so I see, like, a certain sense of humor develop with younger early 20 somethings. And I'm like, I can't relate to this. And is this becoming the dominant uh, form of, of humor right now? And that, well, that, even if it is know, as comedians, that's, that's, that's depressing to me. I'll, I think, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, this is someone who's just coming off a year away from stand up, uh, but you hear more and more about like how, how niche and fragmented the audiences are. Anyway, so it like who cares if the Gen Gen Zers are listening to? I don't even. I, I have no idea, and I don't care. And it's like that's fine. It's like not even in a, like a, I don't resent them or anything like that. But it's just like that's not your audience. And 
you this know is what? not to say we don't do in well in a country of 300, 350 million people. All you need is a you know a small percentage of that in order to have a career, right? Well, I think Patrice O'Neill once said, "Yeah, if how, you're doing how well have... in front of everybody all the time, then you're doing something wrong." Like there or something to that degree. He said, you don't want to be doing well all the time in front of every single audience member. That's know? exactly right. And Patrice O'Neill is the perfect example of someone who's in, like undeniably talented. He was just like, you know, and you, talk, you ask anybody and they would say, yes, this guy is one, one of the most talented comics there are. But I don't know, in any randomly selected room, what percentage of like the women, for example, would actually say, yes, I want to keep listening to this. And, you know, the, the, I'm saying percentage-wise. Like, there, it's... Anyway, the point is, like, y- you just need your... I, I don't even know why... Okay, so... Um, <laughs> I just... And and I'm saying this because... Tangents I've, are formed on this First shit. of all, I'm older than you guys. I'm 38, and I'm not afraid to say it. Um, <laughs> I, although, and, I will say, I called Nikon on his birthday... Yeah. And I said, oh, wow, you've reached your late 30s. <laughs> yeah. And he said, ah, let's say I'm still in my mid-30s. I reserve yeah, yeah. late 30s for 39. I feel like there was a little bit of a self-consciousness about <laughs> saying Sure, but that's more of like a thir- fun, yeah, no, I mean, yes, of course. But so just, just <laughs> to be clear. actually say 37 is your late 30s. I defined, I defined my 30s as uh, 30 through 34 is your early 30s. <laughs> yeah, right. And then 35 through 38 is your mid 30s. And then 39 is your late 30s. And then that's really bizarre math that you have there. (laughs) I mean, look, it is kind of a funny, fun thing. I'm not, I'm not holding Nikon to that as a, as a real, we're not going to split hairs. How he feels about, we're splitting hairs here though. (laughs) But, uh, Uh, I did think it was funny to hear. Yeah. But the point is, oh yeah. So I dealt with this myself and I think I'm in a good place with it, which is that, you know, we're not athletes. We're not talking about something where you're putting your body through something and like you only have like a small window within which you can excel or even do, you know, make a living, right? We're talking about something that everybody who continues doing it, unless they're just completely out of touch with reality, gets better the longer they do it. Yes, I agree. And that's that's what uh, I think with regards to show business, Getting respect, actually. I, I have a friend, actually. He's a very close friend of ours. Um, he said that I he, he has a hard time finding people under 30 funny, actually. He, he thinks they can't. He thinks they can be funny. <laughs> sure. But he just, he feels like they haven't been, had enough life experience in it and just experience on the stage to really feel like, they truly get it, you know, truly. Yeah, like they're in command of yeah. whatever they're talking about or they and, have. Um, and, to, you know, you also find your voice on stage, you know, the more the more you do it. Um, this that, is for, with, for listeners who are not involved in entertainment business. This is specific to being a comedian or musician or, or performing Or a writer or a, a director writer. or anything like that. Anything, sure, 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 sure. I, but I, that, think, I think anything creative, really. Like sure, but although you some, would, one, some of the most famous artists. But one could argue that, okay, here as an artist, yeah. when you get to a certain age, you might have lost touch and you've, list, you've, you've, uh, you've exhausted all your best work by a certain age. But you're so, like, thinking you have a very specific thing in mind that's completely built out of your imagination, well, right? For, I'll, I'll, I'll think of, I'll you, say like somebody like Paul McCartney or Stevie Wonder. Sure. Billy Joel, all their best stuff, you know, happened sure. in the 60s and 70s. But wouldn't you, know? you say that at least part of that and 80s, uh, and detachment, 80s. part of that detachment from reality is just how successful they got and just how... Uh, little they can understand the struggles of the common person and blah, 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 blah. So it's less a function of, of your age uh, than your connection to the day-to-day struggle, which I, you know, would argue that you guys are very much in touch with still. Maybe inspires you more to, or motivates yeah. you more to create something and all that's And all that's different is that you have slightly more tools in your toolbox simply by having been around the, you know, the, sure. the planet of the sun. Well, I could times. say um, <laughs> I the planet of the sun. <laughs> Somebody the like the sun. <laughs> the, been around the moon a couple more times. Anyway, um, so, sorry, yeah. I will say, okay, somebody like Quentin Tarantino, he still makes great work. Yes. He, um, 
But that I man's think, a genius, though. I think that it is pretty unanimous that most people, I guess almost unanimous, that people will say Pulp Fiction is his best film. And that was his second movie. Sure, and but Pulp Fiction is one of the greatest films of all time, period. Like, Sure, but he was younger so, when he made that, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but, but he was okay, in his yeah, 30s. So. No, I, yeah, I think it was like early 30s. But yeah, still, listen. Exactly. My point is exactly. But so every Tarantino, almost every Tarantino movie, I don't count The Grindhouse. That's not Tarantino. That's, that's just uh, whatever. That's an abomination. But um, oh, I, actually I, know, I actually enjoy like Death Proof. Death Proof. It's, not, it's, uh, not, it's, not, it's, definitely, it's purposely his worst film. It's but. purposely whatever it is, but I don't need to spend my time watching it. But uh, yeah, no, I agree. It's like he does have his own. You know, anyway, uh, just, just because everything he's done since then is uh, just by how we're defining things worse doesn't mean they're not all really really amazing top tier movies that could go toe to toe with literally any movie that comes out in a given year right and and so, i and i actually do think that for example the hateful eight is better than django unchained and that came out later you know although well, that's not go down this path because i got opinions but um oh man. Well, that's, okay, not the prevail, opinion. that's not the prevailing opinion i feel like nikki we're we're in the uh, no, I'm just, outliers on that. Actually. No, or, or you well, know, once upon a time in Hollywood, I think is better than Django Unchained. But well, whatever. That, anyway, yeah, one's career. It's it's foolish There's to assume peaks that and valleys, the trajectory right? is just going to go a straight line up, right? So, I guess what you're getting at though is or a straight your, line down or down. Um, the main reason that you are well, let's I guess let's hear it. Like let's articulate it. Um, I, the the older I get, the I feel like perhaps the more my talent will be exhausted and maybe at, if I haven't gained a success by a certain age, I won't have, I won't have anything of value to give anymore. You know? uh, can I inter- say something here on that? Sure. The thing is, should, Nikki, we, try though, to, uh, should we try to wrap it up in these five minutes? Or? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. We well, should, we should try uh, our, we'll best, try our but, best. Yeah. Um, Nikki, I just want to say though, with regards to that is, the talents that you have supposedly exhausted at that point, they haven't been seen by everybody yet. So you could you have this whole catalog of stuff that you haven't, the world hasn't seen yet. That's the thing about with the Beatles and or Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder and, and Billy Joel is everyone saw it already. You have all this this trove of stuff, you know, these treasures that not everyone's seen yet. So even if you exhausted everything, your creative output, who cares? Nobody, you can still yeah. use all this back catalog of stuff you have. And you, being, and honestly, being, being a successful artist shouldn't be defined by uh, reaching the, common, the, the lowest common denominator. It should be defined by... <laughs> I like how you put it as reaching the lowest common denominator. Anyway, have you, have, you fa- have you found an audience... Are you are you operating at the best year? Like, look at Mark uh, Mark Norman. Bad example. Look at Mark Marin, though, right? Like, <laughs> um, he struggled for decades, and then he found his audience. And struggled he, you know, is is a a loose term there. Sure, he was he still was able working. to appear on Conan very regularly. Yeah. Well, that yes, as a as yeah. a like a, a a talking head or a panelist. You know, I mean, that's, but I would, but I would, if you would ask him, like, are you are you like feeling comfortable in your living, I, I don't think he would have said yes up until like maybe 10 years ago. Right. Sure. Well, one would argue he's still never comfortable. <laughs> the way no. He is. I mean, I don't listen to him anymore, but like I, you know, he, he admits that he's doing, he like finally admits that he's doing well no, for sure. himself. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he is. Sure. Well, and no, no, God no. Bless him. Absolutely. He's doing, oh, of course he's doing, he's in movies and stuff now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. I think he makes enough on off his podcast to like, Anyway, anyway well, he's got whatever. one of the most successful podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's true. Uh, um, not I as don't know. My, as my point one. is just because, just because, like the majority of the people that we see as geniuses or like the most successful or whatever, uh, uh, yes, they they pop when they're younger. Doesn't mean that there aren't very many examples of people who who really hit their stride uh, in their forties, fifties, sixties. Sure. And it's a smaller sampling, but I think well, the thing that differentiates them is that they kept going. Uh, hey, uh, I'll, I'll that's true. Back that's off a that. good. That's a very good point, Nikon. Actually, they did decide to keep going. That's Zach true. Galifianakis finally hit it really big when he was forty. 
There you uh, go. The Hangover movies really catapulted him. And yeah. Although he was in the Comedians of Comedy, that was a couple of years before that. But he was an out cold. We can't forget out cold. Out cold. <laughs> well, you know, he was actually just a straight up trying to be an actor before he became a comedian. Actually, is that right? Oh yeah. wow. Oh, that's what, um, a, what a waste of acting that would have been. Well, but here's when I just to counter the side I'm on. We actually. should really close. Well, I'll just close it up with just saying that. Well, I don't want to end on something depressing, but. We'll well, let's, we started depressing. Let's end depressing. We'll just move this over into another place in the podcast. But okay. I just want to say that, Nikki, uh, I think because of that, the perspective is that here's the thing. People who are in their 20s that get successful, some of them aren't very talented, and yet they still do get success. And so that's a little bit of a depressing thing that maybe it is the age thing that, oh, they have a vitality nevertheless because they're younger and they're getting success, even though they don't really deserve it necessarily that sometimes we see that kind of a thing that happens a lot, actually. Sure. So, but if they're not talented, a- just, okay, they're successful in their 20s, but if they're not talented, they're eventually going to, uh, you know, be pushed out of the limelight. I guess, but there's or always going to be an audience or the, or they that'll will, hang on to Or their, they will develop sure, their talents. Sure, good for and them. Become, or that, yeah, they'll find some other talent, Look, too, there's all, but know? that's like, always existed Steve-O throughout the history stand up of now, right? It's like, yeah, um, it's true. But so has been funny. I anyway, sure, yeah. um, a different kind of funny. Yeah, look, yeah. you can choose to feel depressed about getting older, but it's better to. Well, you don't choose to get depressed. I think well, you do. That's a different topic. Though. And but it's well, it's better to have a positive outlook and think, hey, I'm just getting wiser and I'm getting more experience, and um, and that's cool. Did we just get a reversal here? Yeah, we, well, I, I from, like to end both. on a positive note. I sure. Sure. You know, well, I, I like regardless it. of my true feelings, I guess we, we, <laughs> you can you can choose. See, Mickey is choosing to be depressed at the end. Well, of no, this. I think it's hard. Things are easier said than done. I, it's you know, it's hard to of get course. out of these impositions that society has placed on you of of, exa- of what defines success at what age success is supposed to happen. So it's hard to get out of that. You know that vicious cycle. I guess you know. Yeah. Um, and I think we've, yeah. Anyway, I think, yeah, I think we've covered a lot of good ground here. Um, uh, ultimately, listen, nobody has any choice. Uh, you're going to age. If you want to keep living, you're going to age. <laughs> and that's just, you just have to accept that. And you can choose whether that's upsetting or somehow gratifying. Uh, but I would say that uh, with the scars comes a, a richer experience. Uh, more perspective and the opportunity to to do more uh, with with the talents that you develop over time. If uh, you've enjoyed what you've heard and watched today, make sure to hit. Well, what's uh, everybody felt like they got their closing statements out? Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think your your closing statement was a was good, good. I think I don't want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. If you've enjoyed what you heard and saw today, <laughs> heard and saw. Yeah. If you've heard, (laughs) how long are we going (laughs) to, this is all going in. We got to keep this in, man. (laughs) If you've enjoyed what you heard and watched today, please on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on any streaming services, make sure to rate and review our podcast because it helps us gain more listeners and helps this podcast to succeed and Uh, grow and grow and get older. And get older. Yes. And better with time. <laughs> and better with time. <laughs> like a like a fine wine, you only get better with age. That's right. See there. Fine red wine. A fine red wine, I should fine say. Fine red, yeah. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max, Nikki, and Nikon. Please keep tuning yes. in. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs>